they're the defending national champion. Yeah. The one thing that Dabo said when we talked to him, he talked about, man, you got to make it about the players. The players got to know that you care about them. They got to know that you love them, that you're, you're, you, even when you're criticizing them, you're doing it out of love because you're trying to help them become better young men, better players, all of those things. I don't know if that connection uh, resonates in Jacksonville when Coach Coughlin is always taking and you may not perceive that he's giving in any capacity. Well, I mean, I was there um, for the Charger game. They were both 4-8 at that time. The stadium was half empty. There was absolutely no juice. I mean, no juice from the sideline, no juice from on the field. Like, it was just – it looked like a beaten-down team, you know. And, and I'm not saying that's all on Tom Coughlin, but just the whole culture, the whole environment there um, – and I did not get it. I did not get a a fun, energetic. Even though you're losing, like even the Chargers, they're they have a terrible year. Um, but they had energy there, and some of that's from the players that they have, the Derwin James and those types of guys. But some of that also emanates from the sideline, and I, I think you know sideline as well as upstairs as well. So I, I don't know. I just got the feeling when I was there, I was like, man, this is not a good environment. Well, DJ, you you can understand the culture, right? Like, so let's let's take that and think about some of the positive cultures that we have seen and been around. Like we we've seen how the Seattle Seahawks look like they're having a ton of fun when they're playing games like that looks like an engaging environment where you want to be a part of it we've seen the Kansas City Chiefs uh it looks like it's fun they're throwing the ball all over the the yard like everyone is kind of jumping around it's exciting you like those things um shoot I mean even the Buffalo Bills and their culture like look it's workman like it's blue collar but it still looks like it's fun because the coach is in there with it and I think that's also the big thing too coach Coughlin wasn't the coach he's the executive vp he was in charge of football operations how many times have we seen an executive have this big of a thumbprint on the organization where it really filters down to the field like normally because he wanted to be the coach right how do you say otherwise and that that is and that is the hardest part and i really feel like for doug marone um look he, he was undermined because the guy up top really wants to be in your spot so if we have all these fines that are being meted out, did Doug Marone want these fines? Did he want these guys to have money taken out of their pockets for some of the things that were going on? Is that a Doug Marone thing? Is that a Tom Coughlin thing? So if it's not a Marone thing, how can you as a player look at Marone when he's standing in the front of the room and acting like the authoritative figure, knowing that he's ultimately not the one calling shots? It undermined him. I do wonder if some of that weakened his ability to get the team heading in the right direction. Yeah, I know one good thing, if you look at this Jaguar organization, look at this roster, um, I'm not ready to to give up on Gardner Minshew yet. I think there might be something there. We've seen some flashes of good play there, so I think you've you've got a chance that he could be that guy going forward. Um, You look at, you know, Josh Allen, their first-round pick this last year. Um, Ten sacks. He's had a great year. He's yeah. been on every all-rookie team. I think he's yeah. He's double digits in sacks. So uh, they've got some good pieces in in place. Their wide receiver group love DJ Chark. Some of the some of the guys they have there as well. So there is some talent. There is some talent on this football team. But man, it has been uh, outside of the, the win last week. It had just been one lopsided loss after another. And then I think when all these stories broke about the fines, especially Dante Fowler, I think it was what three hundred thousand dollars worth of no, fines that he got 700, back. Seven hundred thousand. 
Was it seven hundred? Seven hundred thousand. Crazy. Like, so DJ, so from a culture yeah. standpoint, like just just think about this because there's some recruiting that takes place uh, in the free agent market. So when these words, because you understand players talk, like it kind of filters all throughout the league. Why would anybody really want to be excited about going to Jacksonville to play when you walk into a culture that is like this? Like, yeah, you can throw a ton of money and no state tax in Florida um, to get some guys in. But then when you get there, are you happy? We know that the happiest teams, the teams that really like coming to work, that like being around each other, are the ones that are the most successful. Look at how Baltimore yeah. appears to really like each other. Some of that is a byproduct of winning, but they appear to really like uh, being around each yeah. other and going to work. Man, when it's miserable, man, you're not going to win games in that environment. No, uh, absolutely. Uh, I, look, it'll be interesting to see what they do going forward. Is that is that the end of the change? Is that the beginning of the change? We'll see what else happens here um, as they go through the rest of the offseason. Buck, we got three games on Saturday. Um, highlighted by the one I'm looking forward to, the 10-4 and 4 Bills at the 